All right, everybody, welcome into episode four of One Two Review. If you're new to the show, um, we review movies. It's me, Luke, Alex, and Brandon. We're three funny boys who grew up together, and uh, we review movies based on a one or two scale. One if we didn't like it, two if we did. Um, we review movies until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. All right, kick the intro. One, two, Thanks. All right, guys, for this episode, keep your fingers out of your mouth, please. I'll try. Thanks, Luke. Um, yeah, I was really excited about this week's uh, episode. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Um, but first, I do want to talk about a few things. I know we tried calling earlier. There was some trouble getting in and out of your neighborhood. I guess the police had blocked it off. Or can you, What was going on earlier? All right, so we all remember the gigantic granite abacus that we were counting points on last episode, right? Thanks to our Patreon donors. Yes, thanks again. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, but we had an issue. It became like this kind of neighborhood thing. Kids were coming around playing with it and helping me um, reset it because it took, I don't know, six hours to reset all the, the stones. Um, and this kid, well, totally unsupervised, I don't know, 17 year old kind of. We have a lot of kids, a lot of kids in our neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's a family neighborhood. And this kid, um, he broke his wrist the stone rolled over his hand and, and it broke his wrist. So the cops came by EMT, all that shit. And, um, they shut it down. They taped it off with the police line. Do not cross. And now the, um, homeowners association wants me to have a training course before anyone touches the giant abacus. So, yeah, apparently you need a license to operate an abacus that big. I guess the license itself isn't difficult. It's, but it's the specific classification of the license because the abacus is so big. Okay, so it's a class D mathematician's license, and it actually, when I look at it, it's just um, it's just an online training course. It's one hundred twenty three dollars for uh, a video and a test. So, anyone <laughs> wants to use it, we got to take a video and a test, and they got to have their cert registered <laughs> with the police office, um, police station. Yeah, basically, we just can't have kids touching anymore. Yeah, um, it's kind of a process though to get kids yeah it's just a big hassle you have to like actually record the kid holding up a newspaper with today's date saying like this is who i am i'm okay with this and you know just to verify that nothing strange is going on it's a very like antiquated way of doing it and i mean well that's what you get for using an abacus am i right (laughs) true let alone a giant abacus but yeah i uh, guess i opened that whole that whole basket there of uh antiquated ways so the abacus is out of order this week, unfortunately. So have, we, have you figured out a new method of keeping score this week? Yeah. Um, I've got uh, two jars and I'm just going to put their jars of water and I'm just going to put droppers, droplets of uh, food coloring in uh, each jar. And uh, I haven't really worked it out. Um, no, actually, I think I figured it out. I'm going to put 20 here. I'm putting 20 droplets in this one jar. And then once the other jar matches it, then we've got our score. Mm, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah. cool. Once it matches it or it gets darker. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay, great. Um. Yeah. Okay. So this week, 
Here we go. All right, cool, guys. The first movie we're going to do this week, I liked a lot. I loved this movie. I don't know how you guys felt about it since we haven't really talked about it, but uh, it was The Pond. Uh, the Pond is a uh, it's a horror movie about uh, a family that moves into a house, and there's a little pond in the back, and the pond is inhabited by some terrible harpies. Uh, yeah, I really loved it. I'm a big uh, horror movie fan. This has all the tropes that you need. It's got the family, the new house, uh, you know, the slowly building scary stuff, and then some great monster stuff at the end with the harpies. Uh, I don't know. What would you guys think? Yeah, I'd love to. Alex, do you want to take us out and, and explain what harpies are? Yeah, it sounds like sure, sure, sure. Like you're saying herpes. Herpes? So no, no, they're harpies. So I mean, uh, you saw it. They're like uh, bird ladies, kind of, and uh, they're originally from uh, uh, like Greek mythology. And so that was that whole thing when there's that weird stone at the bottom of the pond that's supposed to be like a Greek uh, thing. That that flat the flashback that like Israeli guy brings it over back in like the 30s or something. Either way, so it's like it's possessed by the harpies, and that's where they came from, or some of that thing um yeah 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 i loved it it was um it was pretty thrilling it was action-packed kind of a throwback to like 80s kind of horror but uh modernized in a way that i actually enjoyed i i I cared for the harpies which i didn't think i I was you know yeah the 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 harpies have like this nice kind of character to them you know they're in a way because they're these mystical beasts they're a lot more important they're a lot more valuable than just this average family you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i kind of am rooting for the harpies to eat the little kids the daughter and the son i mean they're and, all dicks uh, too. the kids are shitty in it yeah and i really liked that they tortured the wife mm-hmm. yeah that was great yep yep uh i give uh, this movie a big two a big two for me yeah okay yeah i'll Har- give it a two it was fine yeah go see it Mm-hmm. Go what? see Harpies. Uh, no, The Pond. Mm-hmm. It's a two. Yeah, don't get Herpes. Don't Go get see the movie about Harpies. Eh, whatever. Get Herpes. Who cares? Just don't spread it around. Everybody has Herpes. Okay, that's what they say. Everybody already has it. So, mm-hmm. so deal with it. Deal with having Herpes. Go see the Harpies movie. Deal with Herpes. And enjoy it. Go see The Pond. Go see the Harpies. All right, so that's six in uh, six. the six drop fresh chart. drops. Drop them in. Right. Are you doing like a different color? Or they're just no, clear it's water. It's this. It's the same color. I got clear water in one jar, and then twenty drops already in the other jar. Nice. That's very smart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. What's next? <clears throat> um. So I'll go ahead and introduce the second one. Um, we all had a, did we all see this? Mm-hmm. We all had a chance to, uh, I think I saw this one. Which one? What, what? Skunkle. And this is a comedy about a shabby uncle screwing up, um, babysitting his niece and nephew. And he's stinky. That's why he's the skunkle. He's like a smelly guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear in the first scene. Like the guy's stinky. That's, Spoiler alert, that's he stinks up the house when the parents get home. It's extra stinky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell the CGI like stink lines that come off of him. It's very apparent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's got cartoon he stink lines the whole film. Why don't they yeah. do that in more movies? Why don't they I don't know. I really like stink it. lines on people. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. You uh, know, in films, you often can't smell it. But with Skunkle, I really felt like I could just with a visual. Well, that know, was the weirdest thing about the film. Cues. 
it was really it was really big on scents. They talk about smells the whole movie, and it's weird that it's a medium where you can't smell. You know, I know back in the day they did those like scratchies. You know, you can scratch stuff, but like um, so. But either way, it's a, a smell focused film about a stinky uncle, and uh, it's pretty wacky, pretty fun. Yeah. Now this yeah, guy. Pretty... Yeah, go ahead, Luke. This guy's gross in real life, but the crazy thing I heard is that he's kind of a coxman. Mm-hmm. He, what do you mean? He's a player? Uh, he, he's a player, yeah. He banged uh, pretty much everybody on set, and all the ladies The ladies love this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor, he's, a, he's a relative newcomer. Does he actually smell in real life? I mean, apparently not, unless maybe that's part of the attraction. Yeah, he's got, he's got terrible B.O. from all accounts. Uh, Jove Park. Um, he's, um, an attorney by practice and he just decided to get into acting for fun and Mm -hmm. apparently for all the pussy. Huh? Well, more power to Jeff Park. (laughs) Let's not, let's not talk about pussy in every single episode, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. <laughs> I give Skunkle, I give Skunkle a one. Uh, it was it was good, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was all right. I, I really like the smell lines, but uh, besides that, I give it a one. Uh, yeah, you gave it a one. No, this yeah. movie was great. What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's okay. I don't know. I didn't love it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, mediocre. It's a little too like family wacky comedy for me. Okay, yeah, you're one of those serious, It's yeah, it's true, Alex is one of those serious guys who can't just, like, <laughs> let down his hair and have a little fun with a skunkle. Uh, I give it a two. All right. Loved it. Brandon, right. come on. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this a one, uh, number one, number one. All right. Yeah. Looks Jeez. like it wasn't as great as he thought, so that's a, <laughs> that's a four for skunkle. All right. little drip drops. All right, four drops. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so, Brandon, what's the big problem with with talking about pussy on every episode? <laughs> I just, you know. Should I clean up my act or what? Just like I get Alex to stop dropping the f bomb everywhere. That's my uh, that's my job. Yeah, yeah, you are kind of the mother hen. We should get a like a swear jar or something. Every time yeah. Luke mentions pussy, or any time Alex drops the F-bomb. Yeah, sounds great. We'll be rich. <laughs> Speaking of rich, let's uh, take a word from our sponsors. Luke, you got that queued up? Yes, I got it queued up. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by 4hats.com. 4hats.com is introducing a new promotion where once you sign up, we send you an initial six hats. Um, over the next two weeks, you send back two and then one hat, leaving you with three hats um, of your choosing. Um, that's fourhats.com, making hats simple. Great. Yeah, I love that product. It's um, It sounds confusing, but it's really not bad once you get used to it. I mean, the promotions are a little strange, but... Uh... Uh, they're paying me and it's not confusing at all uh cool yeah <laughs> let's let's do another movie yeah that what we're doing that's what we do that's what we do here all right y'all line up for dunkers uh we saw a movie called dunkers and this was a documentary film about the best dunkers in basketball 
Uh, Basketball history. I mean, starting from the very beginning, from the very first hoops to uh, future hoops, which we haven't seen yet. But there's a spoiler alert, CGI future dunkers. Yeah, yeah. I knew about uh, maybe (laughs) three of these dunkers. I knew uh, Michael Jordan, of course. I knew Scottie Pippen. And I knew Magic Johnson. Besides that, I didn't know any of these dunkers. Do you guys follow basketball? Um, No, I don't know anything about sports. So this was kind of an education uh, for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, D- Dutch Hindi, I had no idea about. Um, Zena Mink, I had no idea about. These were all people that you know never got to shine really because it was before television was mm-hmm. around. So, <laughs> Pelle Guccini, he plays the future dunker. He's like a proposed dunker that they imagine will happen. Yeah, and what's crazy about some of these dunkers is they don't even know how to dribble the ball. All they can do is dunk. Mm hmm. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing is like there's a couple of them that are actual professional basketball players that dunk in games. But then a lot of these are just professional dunkers. They don't even play. They just dunk. They're, uh, they're like who you call in, you know, when you're, you're playing 3v3. You need somebody to just straight dunk. This is who you call, you know. So they, they when they dunk, they know what they're doing. Uh, and they're called baller boys, apparently. Uh, guys that don't play basketball but are uh, professional dunkers or whatever are baller boys. So. Yeah. Yeah, and they're kind of laughed at. They're kind of laughed at by the NBA people, you know. There's totally. these wannabes, and um, but again, those bigger uh, players, some of them identify as baller boys. Like I didn't know that Michael Jordan did until I saw this. Well, you, the thing about Mike is that he doesn't let anybody um, have their own thing. Remember, he played mm-hmm. baseball because he was huh, like, "I huh. can do that." Mm-hmm. Uh, dunkers, he sees these dunkers. He's like, "Guess what? I'm a dunker too." It's a joke. Uh, and I can still crush it at being a dunker, at being a baller boy. Yeah, once they kind of let him into the the crew, the baller boys crew, he like took it over the top. He got like a baller boys tattoo, and then they were like, "Whoa, you're like really crazy. You're like taking this too far, Jordan." But he he killed it. He can dribble the ball too. A lot of them can't. He can dribble and dunk. So, I mean, he's he's the star I mean, of the show, obviously. Without question, you have Michael Jordan coming on your team. The crazy thing was he got that tattoo, everybody copied him, and then he had it removed a year later. Mm-hmm. So he can afford to do that. Most of these dunkers, they live in like one-bedroom apartments. Cheap, you know. It was sad to see some of the older dunkers in retirement not being able to dunk anymore. A lot of them yeah. are like food truck workers, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, at the, yeah. End, at the end of the day, you can't dunk forever. Nope. Um, yeah. But you can watch this movie many times i give dunkers a fat two um i give dunkers a two and um that i just gotta say that was hilarious when that it kind of like a very um uh like a a philosophical kind of moment when that dunker's working in the food truck and he tries to throw the trash into the trash Mm -hmm. can across Mm -hmm. and he misses it just Mm -hmm. like hits like Yeah. yeah, cut to black, and it was just like, you know, two yeah. seconds of silence, and then the credits finally appear. It was mm-hmm. it was a big moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what'd you give this movie? I give it a two as well. I didn't think, you know, I would like a sports documentary or a sports, you know, film as much as I did, but it was pretty artful and well done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's six? That's a well done review. Six drops. Six drops. Dunkers. Yeah, can you just put some drops of water in the jar? Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Great, thanks. Um, this is normally when we'll have when we would have another sponsor break, but um, 
I just wanted to actually, you know, thank you once again for all your support on Patreon and thank you for the abacus. Um, we did some research and apparently taking the online course to get the license class that we're going to need requires a little bit of money. Um, we still have the Patreon page set up, so consider joining us and donating and um, your funds will go directly towards getting this abacus license and the mathematician. Yeah, the class D mathematician's license. Yeah. Help us make this abacus not feel like a curse and donate on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Brandon, serve us up another movie to review, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this week, um, this is a movie I think we saw. Did we all see this one? <laughs> yeah, we all see them all, guys. We have to see them all to review them. I did. You're right. I, I just like to confirm, it. make sure everybody's on board before we you know, delve in, okay? All right. Wait, Brandon, Speaking Brandon, of delving in. Did you see in, it? Yeah, did you see I saw it. it. Okay, I can good. confirm I saw this film. Well, to be honest, I don't know what you're talking about until you tell us what film, but I probably saw it because I have the list that we're supposed to see. That's true. That's, yeah, that's true. So I don't know what one. Wait for it. All right. Okay. This week, we all hopefully saw Hoarder's Gate. Ah, yes, uh, of course. This movie was great. This was oh, a man. terrifying movie about what would happen if a hoarder gets trapped inside their own home. You know, with all their hoarding, you know, they discover inside this prison that they've built, they've actually built a portal to another dimension of hoarding. This movie was awesome. Um, So it all starts with uh, a final delivery of a pizza. And Mm -hmm. um, it's too much. It's too much. Mary, Mary May, the disgusting flabby hoarder, eats the pizza. And then stacks the final box in front of her door. And um, she's trapped. She has to like wedge it, jam it against her door. And um, next time she orders a pizza, panic sets in. She can't get to the door and the pizza guy can't get to her. So she's starving and she starts digging around her house and uncovers a portal to an entire galaxy of hoarding. Yeah, there's just simply so much space that she didn't know she had. So she's going to take up all the space. So slowly the process starts of her transferring some of the junk from her, you know, current prison into this extra dimension. But the extra dimension doesn't follow the rules of physics. It things multiply by themselves, things warp and grow and shrink and she so, meets, Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. And she meets a whole um, community of people trapped in this world. And together, you know, they discuss their problems and realize what the hoarding is and why they all, you know, crave the desire to hoard. And they overcome the emotional emotional obstacle that was between them and happiness and overcome the hoarding addiction. Um, yeah, which I thought that was great, and but there was no satisfaction to it. Spoiler alert, um because they're trapped forever in this hoarder's gate. So even sure, though they sure. realize, they, even though they become mentally free of hoarding, they're still physically trapped. Sure, physically they can't put what they've learned into practice, but you know, mentally they've overcome that obstacle. Great. Well, uh, <laughs> any, anybody have anything else to add to that? No, not really. I mean, a uh, pretty straightforward flick. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see a sci-fi movie uh, starring hoarders. Never would have thought. 
that would nope. happen. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it didn't really rock rock my world too much. So I, I give it a one. Um, save it, save it for a rental. I give it a one. Yeah, this is definitely rental material. One. <laughs> cool. Three for Hoarder's Gate. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put three droppers in the counter jar. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, that's four. That's too many. Sorry, so I take one back. Can you take one drop out of that one? Yeah. Just play, uh, there we go. One Two Review is brought to you by FruitSack.net. Buying fruit in today's modern grocery stores is tough. Stores can be confusing, people can be unhelpful, and then you actually need to choose the right fruit. Well, Fruit Sacks takes all the stress of buying your family the freshest fruits away. Let us send you a sack today. More info at FruitSacks.net. How's that jar looking? Um... It's looking pretty close. I can't remember how many <laughs> drops can I you put sam- in it. Can you sample those water drops and like make a sick beat? Um, I can do that. I thought I just tasted it because you, I thought that's what you meant. It tastes like water. Nice. The food coloring doesn't add a lot of flavor. Why do you have an eyedropper? What? Oh, because I using have like an eyedropper. Yeah, because I have eyes, man. Don't you use an eyedropper? I guess so. Drop stuff into your eyes, different eye drops. It's just one no. of my things. I just love eye dropping. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> no, not whatever. Like different saline solutions from around the world, different ocean waters. You know, black sea water, uh, different lake waters. Uh, like builds your eye immunity, or what are you doing exactly when you put lake water into your eye? You just experience lake water in your eye. I don't know. I can't really. I, I'm not. I'm not going to justify. It. It's just one of my things. On Fridays, hey, everybody I has like, their thing. On Fridays, I like to get those um, oncologist drops and uh, dilate my eyeballs and just kind of see things a little weird. Little one of weekend unwinding things that I do. Sounds fun. Open <clears throat> up your eyes. Yeah, man. All right, guys, the next flick we saw is a kid's movie. This is called Aussie Dog. Aussie Dog is a, uh, it's about a a dog named Shepard, who is an Australian dog, and uh, he goes to China, and he's got an American sidekick with him, uh, who is a little boy, a little little white boy, uh, goes with him to China. Jeff and his Uh, dog go to China. mm -hmm, Who would have thought? Uh-huh. Yeah, so the dog's a talking dog, and the only one that can hear him is his sidekick, uh, Jeff, the boy. So, the, uh, so it's yeah. So the dog um, can talk and goes to China. Yeah, this is another kids' film. I'm curious why we. I feel like we see a lot of kids' movies, and maybe we need to like just start choosing different movies. Um, but for for a kids' movie, I thought it was okay. It's just you know. Yeah. In our defense, we did just watch and review a movie that was exclusively shown on Pornhub. So that's true. Diversity is key. You know, you got a little diversity, everything kind of a palate cleanser too. after, you know, all this crazy, crazy movies that we watch. But let's get back into Aussie dog. Um, So it's kind of a quest. Uh, The the, the dog is Australian. So he starts in Australia and then he gets uh, we get to see him shipped to America where he's adopted by Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, um, as a puppy still, but mm-hmm. they they grow together a little bit and they go on an adventure. 
That now that dog was a fake dog, right? The puppy. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah definitely for the entire puppy stage and a lot of the actual you know them traveling it's it's like puppetry. Mm-hmm. Why did they do that? They couldn't find an animal handler. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up. Okay. I think it. I think it's a kids movie. You know, kids like puppets. Okay. This is. This is what they're saying. This is what they're saying on the forums that this kid was is actually the kid actor is actually afraid terrified to death of puppies but only puppies hmm. so they had to oh, use puppets and even that yeah. even that on set was a terif- like terrified him and people are rumoring that they drugged the kid with uh, Xanax oh gross hmm. he seems kind of out of it for the majority of the film I just figured that's what they were going for he yeah, doesn't yeah. have he doesn't have any lines in those, um yeah those early scenes. He just nods and sort and of really stares cl- off cla- in space. Glassy eyed, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, that Terrifying. really shines a, a new light onto this film. Way to go, way to go, Hollywood. But later in the movie, it does get better once the puppy's gone. Yeah, yeah, and it's an actual dog for a little bit, and then it's a CG dog towards the end, right? When it's an older dog. Yeah, we see, I mean, we see a lot of uh, puppetry, a lot of CGI, a very little real dog, um, just some voiceover, you know, over a, a black screen. They couldn't come up with funding, I assume. I don't, I don't know. But what's crazy is it did great in the box office. It made, uh, it grossed um, $16 million. <laughs> Well, you know, there's, there has been a big boom in children seeing theaters now that they've really like lowered the prices back down to like two or three dollars in a lot of states you know children go to the movies now again and that's a huge market an untapped market so uh, yeah yeah it's sort of a renaissance of 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 kids just going out and being safe in public again kids just go to movies now without their parents yeah granted they're you know vaping and texturing during the movies but it's a different time so mm-hmm world we live in um yeah we just gotta fit fidget spin with it just fidget spin along with it i really <laughs> liked the noodle eating scene where um <clears throat> um that boy i forgot forget his name but he he mistake mistakenly en- enters a noodle eating contest along with his dog so he's like um slipping noodles under the table you know he's like there he's got him with the chopsticks they go down through his shirt and then down in his lap and the dog's like eating him off of his lap kind of gross but um i think the noodles were all cg too yeah it's hard to tell nowadays yeah it could have been puppet puppet noodles i don't know um the excuse me the kid uh also has a phobia of noodles Hmm. um if they were cg yeah yeah so they just said just pretend like you're slurping uh well, what'd you guys think? Uh, I'm gonna give Aussie Dog a one because just, it's a children's movie and I'm an adult, but I can't say it was terrible, so I'm gonna give it a one. Um, I can't separate myself from these rumors and just the 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 fact that the kid was being drugged. I can't support this movie in any way, shape, or form. It's a one. Yeah, that's a one. I didn't like the kid being out of it. Uh, yeah, one for me. Three for Aussie Dog. Beep, beep, beep. Three drops deeper into the ocean. You guys, have you ever heard the saying, you can't boil the ocean? 
What is that? I don't know. I was asking. I was wondering if you guys knew. Is that just sort of like an allegory for like just do what you can in life, do a little bit, don't try to take Possibly. on too much? Yeah, I think you can only do a little bit at a, at a time. You know, you can't boil the whole ocean at once. What about this one? A watched ocean never boils. I have heard that one before. Yeah, I don't know what that sounds like, but <laughs> I made it up. So you haven't heard that one before. Oh no, it sounds familiar <laughs> though. What is it? It's like <laughs> it's a watched <laughs> ocean never boils. Yeah, no, I've heard that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I didn't. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's a what? It's what's the sound of one ocean? On one ocean, tiding in at in at low tide. What's the sound of an ocean at what's low tide? What's the sound of one ocean crest cresting over the ocean alone? What's the sound of one ocean lapping? Right. So no, uh, I'm mistaken. You're right. I've never heard your saying, but uh, it sounds good. <laughs> um, I liked yours, which is the what's the sound of one ocean caressing over another ocean? In the night. In the night. Under clouds. And it sounds like in waves. That's the answer. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of that one. <laughs> What else is going on? Do you guys uh we haven't we haven't really talked all week, guys. Well, well that the abacus thing took up a lot of my time, a lot of paperwork with the cops, dealing with lawyers. Now I've got a lawsuit against me. We'll figure <coughs> can't it out. Talk, Don't can't worry. Talk we're about in this it. we're in this together. I know we just, you know, we just started this project. We can't let this, you know, take us down. Legally, you guys want to get involved? Seriously? Cuz I would love that if you took on some like financial responsibility with this um i'm gonna actually i'm gonna talk to my lawyer about that see if i can get you guys roped in on this because this is a pain in the ass cool yeah i'm happy i don't want to voluntarily do it but i'm happy to get roped in well i think legally you're obligated because you are part of the uh of the group fund or whatever the fuck that was yeah sure. yeah remember all I'm that just, paperwork we signed alex yep, yep, i sent yep. you that paperwork yeah I'm just saying yeah. I'm not going to worry about it until I have to. Uh, yeah, well, you're well, going to have to. Get, really I didn't get mine notarized yeah, at the notary. Uh, <laughs> that's great for me. That that means I think that means uh, I can just dump the whole thing in your lap. So, Alex, I think you might be having out here. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, we cool. will. Cool. Great. Um, do you think we have enough drops in the dropper or? Uh, I think Do we have it enough looks, drops in the glass. Yeah, it looks about there. I would say I'm going to call it. That's at least 20 drops. I didn't count, so I just put them in there. What, what do you mean didn't count? We were doing we were doing this the whole episode. We were dropping them but in. The you point were was he, them out. the point was he was just going to look and match the colors. Uh, the colors. Okay. Where? We, yeah. Where? You think we're about there? We're there, man. The colors are matching in both the jars. <laughs> Excellent. I like this system a lot better than the abacus. I do like the drop. It's pleasant. Yeah, but we need to get the abacus fixed. We're going to go to school, Luke. You're okay. going to get the license. Okay. We're going to get it fixed. Okay. You're going to you're going to you're going to, you know, push those stones every week. Uh, damn. All right. You got it. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. 
I say you. I mean, you're. I've always said this. You're a great pep talker. You know, you've got that locker room uh, manner. Get those guys going. So got me fired up. Great. Well, fired up for another week, and uh, that was great. See you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.